Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we have Perna Malik. And Perna, you are the owner of Content Bistro. Content Bistro is a copywriting agency, a copywriting service. And you've been around for over nine years now. And uh, you have some very high profile clients. And uh, well, you have more than 900 clients around the globe. So uh, <laughs> congratulations on your success. Your website is really beautiful. I love it, by the way. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for having me here. I'm super excited to be here and chat with you. So how did you scale Content Bistro to the level that you have? Well, it, it obviously has been a journey. We started as a, we were bootstrapping, you know, right from the start we started because um, my husband, who is also the co-founder of the company, and we, he was uh, really unwell and we kind of jumped into this business feet first and with like literally, I think just about the money to pay for hosting. Our website was initially designed by someone pro bono. So it has been a journey. Uh, some of the things that have definitely worked in our favor. And this is, you know, we've been able to do all of this while living in India, while being in India and working with clients from across the globe. So some of the things that have really worked well with us is ensuring that we we, we practice like a really solid work ethic. So our clients, we've worked with clients on multiple projects and there, there's a reason for that. A, of course, you know, like we make it really easy to work with us. But secondly, we also ensure that our clients get great results, which then helps them because I write um, launch copy, sales copy, email copy, mm -hmm. all of that is tied to the results a client can see in their business. Um. So, yeah, so that's, you know, definitely been um, something that's been really, really important um, for us. And the second thing has been scaling in a way that works well for us. We did not want to go down like the big agency route. I love working and writing with clients. We wanted to have like a lean uh, team and uh, we scaled by creating packages like packages and productized services that made it super easy for clients to like hire us and work oh, with us. Oh yeah. You know, so they would know exactly what they're signing up for. Um, there's, and it just became so much easier for us to scale as well. So we would get like specific deliverables. They would know exactly what they're getting. We would know what we're delivering and it. Yeah. It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. So, um, then, so, and, and so you would say that you're product, you have productized, um, your, your packages. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, you know, and I'm really curious, I know obviously, you know, someone can hire a freelancer and they can pay an hourly rate and they can find mm. people that way. What is the advantage to working with content bistro over just, you know, kind of going on maybe a job engine or freelancer directory and, and trying their luck that way? Yeah. Well, to start with, I'm a certified conversion copywriter. I've been certified by copy hackers who are, uh, 
the folks who came up with conversion writing to begin with. Joanna Veep is the OG, so to speak, when it comes to conversion <laughs> copywriting. And she's certified about a dozen copywriters like in the last 10 years, and I'm one of them. So there's, of course, like, I bring serious street cred. <laughs> so there's that. But besides that, um, to answer your question, like you could go ahead and hire like an hourly copywriter, but you don't like for a client at the end of the day, do you really want to be keeping track of how many hours someone's spending on a project? Or would you rather know that you signed up to get a sales page and an email sequence and, and, or, and the, you know, like the process that goes along with it and then just get that without having to keep track of, okay, so did it really take, someone that much time yeah uh, do i do i have to be built for this you i mean like as a, as the ceo of your business and most of our clients are like really busy people with mm-hmm. managing multiple businesses um and having like multiple team members they don't have the time to be you know keeping track of how many hours someone's spending on a project they just want to get the job done so yeah i'm the person you call when you want to get you know, your launch copy done and you don't want to spend time micromanaging. You don't want to spend time keeping track of hours or, you know, how, Oh, is, has this been done? Do I need this? Yeah. So, so those are like, yeah. Yeah. What, what makes a conversion copy different than just any regular copy? Well, uh, the fundamental difference, uh, Josh would be uh, the process that goes inside uh, you know, goes into writing conversion copies. So for instance, my, I follow a proprietary process, uh, we, that we came up with at content bistro, it's called the connection conversion framework. So it starts with building connection and you do that with like a lot of research and data mining. So it would include, for instance, if I were to write copy for you, um, for one of your programs, I would want to get on calls and interview your students. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just limited to that. I would want to run surveys. You want to know, you know, you obviously want to spend a lot of time with, with you, the creator of the course, not just that. I want to go through the course itself and, you know, pull information from that. So the research phase, and that's how you form connection. The mm. next phase in my process is, is validation, which is where you use that information that you got during your research phase to validate the experiences that your audience has had. Because when someone comes to you or wants to hire you, wants to get enroll in your program, chances are they've had past experiences. And those experiences may or may not have been the best possible ones for them, especially like say someone's been burned by, you know, what, when they wanted to hire um, a designer, if you're a service provider, or if you've got a program, maybe they signed up for a similar program and they didn't get the results they were expecting. So how can you validate those experiences mm-hmm. for them and tell mm-hmm. them that it's it's okay, and we understand, but, you know, here's how this is going to be different, which is where we move into the next phase, which is education. So you want to educate them off about a new way of doing things, which is where your process, your, your strategies, your techniques, all of those come into play, where you highlight, like, highlight why this is going to be different, where you actually give them some information that they could use. Yeah. Um, you could show them what, you know, what the way ahead is going to look like. And then you move into conversion. So that's my proprietary process, but, you know, so it's connection, education, validation, conversion. It's called the connection conversion framework. But in a nutshell, conversion copywriting would involve a lot of research and validation. It would involve a lot of data mining. Then you move into writing and editing and 
wireframing, and then finally, you also want to be involved in optimizing and user experience. In my case, for example, that means if I'm working with someone on their launch, it's not like I'm just going to hand you the sales copy and say, okay, my job's done, all the best, have a great launch. (laughs) I want to touch base with you after the launch to find out, well, how do things go? You know, how do readers respond? I want to be in touch with you during the launch as well to talk about what's going on, you know, like, are we running heat maps? Can you see what, you know, people are clicking on? So you want to optimize as well, because at the end of the day, all this is, you know, you're, you're trying to understand your audience better with every single launch. So you want to keep optimizing as you go along. You just don't want to, you know, like put it and then just completely forget about it. It could be for emails as well. You want you when I work with clients, I essentially give them subject lines they could split test. I give them calls to action that they can split test. So we can we can gather data even when you're launching or even if it's an evergreen sequence. You do want to do that. You do want to optimize as well. Yeah. All right. So just to review, uh, and matter of fact, I'd highly recommend uh, someone who's watching or listening to our conversation, uh, you go to contentbistro.com. And so I found the connection conversion framework um, by clicking on website copy um, as, mm-hmm. as an option here. So it kind of goes through again, uh, connections, number one. Uh, number two is validation, where you kind of call out the excuses, the yeah. fears, you address the elephants in the room. Uh, <laughs> education, provide them value, and then take them through kind of a conversion conversation. And then finally, number five is connection, where you kind of uh, exactly come full circle and and uh, acknowledge the uh, the relationship there that exists. So yeah. that's really great. Um, Perna, what's a really, like, I'm sure you look at a lot of websites, you and your team look at a lot of websites. Um, what do you say, what would you say are probably the, the biggest one or two things that website owners are doing right now um, that are just commonly like, oh yes, all the time people make these mistakes. Messing up their homepage. Very, very simple. You know, like messing up their homepage. Their homepage is usually like such a big mix of random things that really don't tie into their overarching goal. So when you have a homepage, you don't want just a templated version of what everybody else, like if you're a coach, mm-hmm. for example, and you'll see a lot of this in the coaching industry, everyone wants like the same kind of, you know, like glossy pictures and like a fancy crosshead. But what you do need to understand is that what you know, your goal is very different from, say, someone else's goal. It could, mm-hmm. you know, so you need to keep in mind what is it that you want your readers to do when they land on your homepage? Mm. What are some of the things you want them to do? And then design your homepage and write the copy for your homepage accordingly. So falling into the t- trap of looking at other coaches for inspiration yeah. and then saying, you know, oh, I want this or other course providers or, you know, like everyone looks at Amy Porterfield, for example, or Pat Flynn and they go, yeah, I want that, you know? Yeah. Right, right. You don't, you don't, <laughs> you want what would be best for your audience, for your business, for your goals. So you can move forward um, in a way that's best for your business. Mm, so messing up the homepage is like a big thing. Um, yeah. The second thing with websites, I also feel is um, your, your about us page. Um, people like often, you know, have, copy that's very stiff copy mm-hmm. that's very you know uh, it it reads like a big business with you know like in in third person or right. you know it's a so 
especially if you're a small business owner, regardless of whether you're a product-based business owner, a service-based business owner, or and you know a thought leader, your about page is where people actually you know come to get to know you better. So help them do that. And this could be like <laughs> you could talk about fun things about you. You could talk about what makes you, you know, what are some of your personal value systems? You know, you could talk about, uh, of course, you would want to talk about your credentials, but all of this relates back to your audience. Mm -hmm. What, what are the things they need to know and how are those, those things help going to help them? For instance, to give you an example from like, say my about page, I think we, I've got like my, you know, um, I mentioned that I don't work with people um, who would want me to swear. I don't swear in, and this is on my work with us page as well. Yeah. I don't swear in, in real life. I don't swear in my copy. So if you're looking for someone who, who does that, like great for you, but then I'm not that copywriter for you. Yeah. Right. So that's my, that links to my personal value system. So use your about page to tell a story but also to help your prospects, your you know future clients and customers to get to know you better, so they they kind of come prepared already, you know, mm. when they when they fill out that contact form. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And stop! Don't try to be all things to all people. Um, oh yes. and, you know, it's a jack of all trades, is a master of none, and 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 you may what, what then uh, inevitably is going to happen is you're going to get commoditized because now you're just a plain old copywriter as opposed to a specialist who can solve a major problem. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Prina, um, now um, kind of in a post COVID nineteen world, um, how would you? Uh, are there, I would imagine that you would in, invoke new sensitivities and, and what, what sensitivities might those be? One of the things that, you know, that I feel every entrepreneur, every business owner needs to take forward with them as they move forward in this, um, in a world that's, you know, very different from what it was is a higher level of empathy for their prospect. Yeah. Um, it is, if you weren't empathetic in your marketing earlier, um, high time to bring that in. If you were already, you know, uh, reaching out to customers and, you know, like talking to them in a way that was, uh, that was human and connection fueled, then good job on that. But it's also a time when you want to step it up a notch. You want to be of service. You want, and that in no way means that you cannot be selling or you should not be selling. You are a business at the end of the day. You will be selling, but you need to do it in a way that takes into fact that people have had losses, that people have had huge, huge amounts of anxiety and stress, mm -hmm. that people, it's, it's almost like post-traumatic stress disorders, you know, so you want to keep all of those in mind when you're talking to people, when you're make, creating your offers as well, especially like for service providers, for product-based uh, businesses, you know, what kind, when you're emailing your audience, are you helping them feel better about their day? Are you helping them feel good about their future? Or are you resorting to that old, uh, oh, let's like play on the pain card. Let's pull out the fear card. You know, let's bring out, you know, the scarcity tactics. Yeah, I feel like you need to shift and you need to come from a place where you, where you truly empathize with your audience and you let them know that, that you understand them and that you really understand. You're not just saying it because it's a cool thing to say, but that you share your story, you share what, what, 
what you struggled with. You share how you're moving forward and maybe you're not moving forward and that's mm-hmm. okay. Share that too. But yeah, just be real, just be more human in the way you um, interact with people in with the, via your email copy, via your sales copy, via your social media copy, um, all of that. No. Oh. And so can you explain your, um, can you describe your packages a little bit more detail, like what the pricing looks like, that sort of thing? Oh yeah, of course. So, um, I was hoping you'd our- say yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we have, uh, um, we have some of our, you know, like best selling, most popular packages on the site that people constantly ask for like the website package and then the VIP days, which is called artisanal. Um, and, uh, then we have our fully loaded launch copy package, which essentially was the one that kicked it all off. Mm. Uh, in fact, these days we work with service providers. We have like a 12 week incubator where we work with our fellow service providers and we teach them how to create these, uh, you know, profit, uh, profitable packages that they can like sell the way we are selling. So some of our packages are like anywhere, but we, most of them are like five figures. Um, fully loaded launch copy is, um, it's, I think 13, uh, $13,000 that gives you everything you need for your launch. Mm-hmm. Um, it includes your sales page, your email sequence and your opt-in page. Um, artisanal is of course like, um, our, our VIP day where we work with, uh, where we work with you on creating, you know, it could be, it could be, you could take like a half day, uh, you could take um, a full day. Um, and then depending on what you choose and what you need, like, for example, if you need like a, a sales page, that would be pretty much like two days. Um, mm-hmm. it, but the process actually would start a little before that. This is artisanal is our package. That's great for entrepreneurs who are in a rush and who don't want to wait. Like usually I book up pretty fast. So like anywhere between six to eight weeks ahead of time. However, mm-hmm. I do have pockets of time between projects. And this is, you know, art, artisanal is what helps fill those pockets of time and helps give clients the um, copy they need um, pretty fast. So half day is around $2,200 and mm-hmm. full day is around $3,500. Yeah. 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 So the, uh, the idea, obviously, is an investment like that. You would, you know, a, a business owner would make that investment if they, you know, obviously one thing is they, they need to realize the return on investment from that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, like, if you will, um, and, and that's like, like I said, at the start of the, you know, at the uh, start of our in to, uh, interview together is that um, the reason our clients are coming back to us is because they see that ROI. So to mm-hmm. give you an example, like one of our clients, uh, she's in the real estate education industry and uh, she's, we've like worked together on almost 13, 14 different projects now. And when she hired me at the beginning, it was for just one sales page. And she was like, you know, it was very difficult for me to justify that because I wasn't making a lot of money. Uh, But, and I'm not saying like sales copy is the cure all. You obviously need a good offer in place. You obviously Mm -hmm. need to have like a marketing plan in place, but it does play a big part. So since then we've gone to work together on almost 13, 14 different projects. Her income's gone from, I think she used to make like about $4,000 at that time. And now she's making up 20 K plus every month from her courses. And these are like courses she sells evergreen. So you definitely want to see the RA, which is exactly why I get like so deeply involved in the process working with you and um and even before we start working together i need to get on you know like when we meet i need to know um have you launched this before has it you know has it been 
sent to the market? What has the market said? Do you have, you know, uh, do you have any data that we could use? Like, have you run surveys in the past? If not, then are you willing to run a survey right now? Do you have students? Are you willing for me to get on calls with them? Can I review your course materials? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I have like a lot of questions that I need to ask because yeah. I want to make sure it's not up for us. We've not been in business long for this long by just taking people's money and then not yeah, helping right. them see results, you know? Yeah. So we want to make sure that you, because it's in our best interest. It's like a, it's like a win-win, right? It's in our best interest as well. If you see great results, you will come back. Dr. Zelensky, for example, Dr. Eric Zelensky, again, we've done like 13 different projects together. Mm. So, uh, and the reason for that, again, is simple. People need to see a return on their investment and, um, and they would, as, but, all the pieces of the puzzle need to be in place. And honestly, I cannot guarantee you cannot, like I would not tell you on call like, oh yeah, I can guarantee you'd have like a six-figure launch. Nope, yeah. I cannot guarantee anything. But what I can guarantee is that the quality of the copy that I will give to you will be exceptional. And that is what every good copywriter should do. You know, you need to guarantee that you will follow your process. You need to, you know, those are the things you need to guarantee that, you know, your copy will be the perfect fit for your audience and program. And then from a client perspective, and again, because I'm involved in the process, I need to work with your designer to ensure that the copy is going to be rendered perfectly, especially yeah. if it's sales page copy, because you could, I could like to write really great copy, but if it's not designed well, that becomes a challenge. So we don't do design, but I do work with your designer to ensure that the user experience and the interface looks um, is is exactly how we intend it to look. And Fantastic. which is where, yeah, which is where kind of wireframing comes in. So we give like wireframes to our clients who need it, who don't have a designer on their team or who would need, who, who want to give a wireframe to their. So we also give wireframes to our clients so they can hand it over to their designer and go, okay, this is how it needs to look. Well, fantastic. Well, Brenna (laughs) Malik, you are the owner of Content Bistro. Uh, I'd highly recommend uh, people go to contentbistro.com and check out your blog and and really just go to your website for inspiration. Uh, It's just a very, like the design is uh, really, really fantastic. Um, But there's a lot of valuable content. And then you also have... um, free copywriting checklists as well mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. folks can grab. So, uh, Prina, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Again, congratulations on your success. And your website is contentbistro.com. Thank you, Prina. Thanks so much, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. 
We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.